do we have a lot to talk about today? Oh my god. Um Yeah, none of it feels good. I mean, we can I mean, if you want we'll, we'll get into the Celtics. Celtics feel good. That's yeah. great. But that's not why we're here today. Yeah. Uh, we uh, can get to that, but that's not why we're here today. I think we need to touch on the Bruins today because there's so just so much there's so much and it most of it is bad. So, I'm uh I'm on their site just so I can look at the last few games and they do their standings in two columns uh like down the sides and i'm four columns up and it's all losses we are now at eight straight losses a couple of points in there uh no i'm sorry it's nine sorry i go up one more and there's nine okay so we're nine straight losses right now and uh then you look on the horizon and we have a very very chill lineup of uh capitals and then sabers back to back next so uh, it's dark, and it looks like it's only going to get darker. Or maybe, you know, silver lining in me, they can turn this shit around. But uh, fuck, man. So, and so, you've been there for a lot of it, so uh, yeah, that's Yeah, that's here? the thing. Let's, let me touch on, real before we go into all this negative stuff, let mm-hmm. me touch on what I think is the positives right now. Okay, I like the that. Po- I the like positive that. that I have first is that Pasternak obviously was making the, the NHL All-Star game no matter what. Um, yes. But he was actually named captain of the uh, Atlantic, right? Which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I don't even know the last time we've had a captain on the All Star game. Which take we're it, thinking? What are we thinking? Joe Thornton? It could have. It very well could have been. But take it for what it is, because again, it is the All Star game, which we all know is for fun. It's not. It doesn't matter for anything in hockey. But it is cool to see. No, but since and also since the the fix, I just think it's a lot. Not the fix, but the change to the game. Uh, I feel like it draws more. It's much more than just having the the, the game like they used to have. It is it is <clears throat> very entertaining to watch the past couple of years, especially because like you have so many stars in this league now that you don't have a lot of teams that have five players in the All Star game. You have uh, every team obviously has to be represented by at least one player, but you have a superstar on almost every team. You know, there's a there's less teams in the league. You know, there's more teams that have a superstar than don't. Yeah, and so, what a blessing for the NHL. I want to say two things about the NHL. One you, you just brought to my attention, the other thing I wanted to get to. Got to give them credit for knowing where what's good in their game and not messing with it. Uh, fu- I mean, fuck Batman. I'm not, <laughs> not coming for him, but I like to think there's a board of people who kind of know what they're doing up there. And the hockey in terms of sports that are getting infuriating, with the exception of the offsides challenge. Um, Dude. you know, is, 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 you know, one of the more progressive sports, I think. And, you know, they're not really touching, uh, the playoff format at all, which they shouldn't cause it's phenomenal. I mean, they did that whole division switch and I think that's took me a bit to get used to, but I'm like, this makes more sense now. Like, yeah. That it, like now that I see and understand it, it makes a lot more sense. Um, and then the, the other thing, um, <clears throat> being that, uh, no, nope, I completely forgot it. Um, <laughs> No, but it, uh, I'll watch. You know, like I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch, and I usually watch it. And I'm happy that you know they're. So know, I'm happy for y- Pasternak a lot. You're out. You're in LA. Obviously, did you do any of the All Star festivity stuff when they had it out there? No, I wanted to um, yeah. badly, but uh, no, I didn't have the uh, the King's pull that I do have now. So. I will be attending more stuff. I was in a box randomly actually the other the other week, t- and I watched the Kings uh, 
handle the Rangers, which is nice for us. Uh, yeah. Always nice for us. And, uh, you know, I saw him a few weeks back with the Islanders. And you can get in there for, like, decent money and, you know, sit way closer than you could, ever could at a Bruins game. Like, I was 13 rows back behind Quick. Yeah. Uh, for, like, you know, not much money. So there, there's rumors, and, again, take it for what it is because it is uh-huh. a rumor, that the Bruins are going to be getting a big marquee NHL event in the coming years. You know, they've obviously they've been doing a ton of renovations outside the right. garden. Everything's starting to come together. Yeah. It's looking really. I bet nice. they get the and NBA game are, soon too. They were they were planning to do this uh, renovation regardless, obviously, but I think that means that they'll be getting an All Star game again. It's been a super long time since we've had yeah. one, um, and my guess is going to be the hundred year for the Bruins, which is coming up fairly quick. It's within the next like four or five years. Um, so Montreal had it when they hit a hundred years. They had the All Star game. I think that's what it's going to end up being, which could be cool. Um, I'd be interested to see what kind of perks, you know, season ticket holders get for getting in the door for those events and for the game, and because it's a few days, or, you know, it's a weekend event or a few day event. So, yeah, it could be. Yeah, cool. it would. Uh, if Char is still in the league, uh, I wonder if he's taking that uh, hardest shot crown or what. Dude, if if Char is still in the league in four four to five years, I'll be shocked. The last one that I can find, do you know when it was? For yeah. the Bruins or for yeah. Boston? It was probably about 20 years no. ago. It's like 40 when? years ago. <laughs> yeah, no it was 50 way. years ago actually, I think. January 19th, 1971 is what I have. This this may not be correct. No, so you remember when they had so they had the All-Star game, uh Ray Bork scored oh, the game-winning yeah. goal. Well, that was well, they had it in '71. I want everyone listening to know, and uh, the MVP was Bobby <laughs> Hull. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it could be definitely a cool thing. Who knows if it'll happen? It will be a disaster because there'll be so many fans, and it'll be chaos. But, I mean, it's always nice to see, uh, you know, Boston get these big marquee events. Not that they're not a big market, so and that's not what I'm saying at all. They get enough stuff. They get you know they win championships and all that no big deal but uh i think it would be cool to see them get that because the the red sox haven't had it in a super long time either it would just be cool to have other fans coming to the arena to check it out and and you know take part in the events yes yeah. i agree man so well, the, be there. The, yeah I, I will be there if it does happen I'll so i'll have to fly out maybe i haven't been we'll make I it we'll make it been in the garden dude I'm coming this year. I'm coming in spring, I think. I'll be there in like well, March, April. All right. I got I got a ticket for you, ready to go. So you let me know when Absolutely. That is. Absolutely. So the other positive that I have right now is looking looking at the past week of of uh games that we've had. We played the Kings, we played the Islanders, we played the Predators. And of those three games, we got three points. Yes. And now I'm going to move on to right. negatives. We also also over stretching the, back over, over the, the last losses. Week. <laughs> There's one more point. Over we the last started week, with the we've lo- got three we started points. with a point. Over the last week, over the last two weeks, we've gotten four <laughs> with the yeah, fucking Blackhawks, exactly. so, which was the beginning of this turn. So sorry, please continue. No, no, I I'm just saying the positive is that yes, we got three points. The negative is we've only gotten three points in the last yeah. three games. Every single game we're going to overtime, and you know. I'm not complaining because we are still getting points here, 
but it it's they're they're losing games that they should win. I mean, you look at the Kings, worst team in the West. You look at the Islanders, great team right now. Not saying that they're not a good team. I'm not taking anything away from them, but we should have had 100%. Game. Going into the shootout is pretty much a curse for us. You you can almost guarantee that it's a loss at this yeah. point. And the only thing that I think about when we go into shootouts is we got to win one at some point, right? We can't lose them all forever. Now, now I feel but like you're jinxing. I'm it. wrong. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I, I'm clearly yeah. wrong. No, we can. We could blank. We could one thousand percent blank. Every time we hit overtime, we should be happy we hit overtime. I guess. But no, I don't well, know what happened to this I, team. This I, team just like there's a switch that flipped, and it's like it happened in that right. Blackhawks game, and we've seen glimpses of them. And, you know, you and I have talked about what periods they're taking off, and we agreed that they should just take the second off. And I think they've done that for us, Andrew, a couple times. But then they fucking they, they dude, blow it so it. hard in the second that it's irreplaceable. Like, it's it's unfixable going into the third. And, you know, it's a, we've talked about how it's a come-from-behind team and how, uh, you know, it's reminiscent of the cup years and how neither of us fucking enjoy that. <laughs> like, no, like, we don't care. We don't want this come-from-behind team. This team has far too much talent to be like they are, and they're fucking blessed that they're in a goddamn division, that they're still up nine goddamn points on the nearest competitor, the Maple Leafs, at 42, despite what the hell's That's... been going on. Like, th- this is, they are lucky right now. We are on a fucking official nine-game skid. Nine games, and you're up nine points still. Like, so, like, that's, it's like... That's the one thing I don't understand. You know, we are playing, like, complete garbage right yes. now. Like, we should have won a handful of these games. I'm not saying we should have won them all, but we should have won a handful at yeah. least. And you're still sitting third in the league. You're, you're second in the East. Uh, you're only five, six, whatever it is, points behind Washington, which I'm going to get this out there right now. I don't care about... I don't want the president's trophy. It's it's a curse to yeah. me. I think that it. I think it's perfectly a curse. displayed this decade by the place. Capitals. Right. So, I don't even understand how we're in this position that we're in. The only thing that I can think of is, or that I'm hopeful for, is that they're getting their skid, they're getting their slump out of the way early. Yes. Get it over with. Get figure out what clicks and what doesn't. Get rid of whoever you need to get rid of in the lineup you know, to sit them and use them as a backup, whatever it's going to be. But figure it out now because this is when you need to figure it out so that when we go into the playoffs or we go into later in the season, we're not hurting like we are right now. Right. I, um, I don't know, man. I, that that's I mean I mean we've we've fully switched from the positives into the negatives I don't even think we did we yeah. didn't even announce that <laughs> it just happened um, but uh, I guess kind of frustrating it's, it's hard it's really frustrating to. and we'll we'll keep with the negatives but I guess in a in a possible tangent off it's just like it's not really a negative it's just more of a you know looking at it uh, again obviously we're not experts at all but what would you do differently here. Is there is there a change you would make? Is there uh, someone who needs to be sat and someone who needs to be kept in? Is there, you know, lineup be it lineup changes? You know, whatever it may be. It's, you know, you're in the arena for a lot of these, uh, you know, half the year. So, uh, what what do you what are you yeah. seeing? What and is there anything you think you could see more? I don't know. So there's a few things that that Cassidy has switched up. I I can't really fault him for anything that he's done so far every coach goes every team goes through a slump and since he's been the the coach of this team we've been pretty good you know 
I would say that it is an absolute success since we switched over to having him as the head coach. He's made some great decisions. He's made some okay decisions. And right now, he's not making bad decisions. The team just isn't playing the way that they should be. There are a few, there are a few things that I'm confused about of the lineup that he switched up. You know, like, I really liked seeing Wagner and Corrali together. They seem to play well. They know each other. Um, now we kind of split that up a little bit. Heinen on the first power play unit. See you later. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even. I don't get it. Like he, he's a good player, but that's what he is to me as a good player right now. I'm glad that they took. They they ended the Heinen experiment on the first yeah. line. I don't give a fuck what he's doing but, in Alston, dude. He's not doing it in the garden no. or on the road. What the fuck, dude? I don't I, care what he's I, doing I just in practice. Don't get it. God damn it. He has been very good. He's been very good this year. He's been consistent. But to me, when I say that, I mean that he's been a very good and consistent third-line player. He is super solid to have on your third line. Uh, but I don't understand what the benefit of having him on the first power play unit is. I'd rather see somebody else up there like Coyle or, you know, our power play is not doing it right now. No, I think we have like one or two goals in the last uh 20 i don't know that's not a real stat but that's what it feels like yeah so maybe switch it up a little bit i love the the power play with marshan bergeron uh pasta and krug and and then they got heinen on there yeah, so it's kind of like cassidy's using using the power play as an opportunity to rest that line because they do so good even strength and that's just a fucking stupid strategy and i doubt that's what he's yeah. doing but that's what he's doing like, it's just like, even if they're fucking a little bit gassed, get them right back on there for 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Like, you're you're at the advantage. Like, you, you're you going to be able to switch. I don't know. Yeah. The fact that our most dominant line is not the line that we see out there first. Is, it's just, it's it just feels like you're giving up whole... free goals. I, like that, And that's an obnoxious right. thing to say, but this team has that talent. And you're not, you're not yeah. getting that. The... The power play, like I said, it's just not doing it right now. None of the power play units are doing it. Um, maybe it's time to switch it up a little. I don't know. Or maybe we should send a letter to the league, see if we can start declining power mm. plays, because apparently we're not doing so yeah. hot with that. Yeah, I like that. You can um, keep the guy in the box, but just throw another guy on the ice for us. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know things... Everybody, every team slumps. It's just, it is what it is right now. The good thing is that we are getting points out of it, but we're not getting the points that we yeah. should. But Andrew, we were slumping, we were slumping five games ago. What is it now? Nine straight. Yeah. This can't. No, this right. is like I mean, our slump, or maybe it's not. This the standings don't make sense, but they can't remain like this. Well, looking at the at our actual record right now, we've left we've left nine points on the table. Nine points right now, not that we're going to win every single game, but if we had won nine of those overtime games instead of losing them, we'd be running away with this thing right now. Right. You know, like, it wouldn't even be close. True. But it's just, you can tell that they're not the same team that they were when they first stepped on the ice this year on this revenge tour that everybody was calling yeah. it. I mean, they definitely look like they wanted it bad. Yeah. And I don't think that they don't want it. I think that they're going through a frustrating time right now, but... When see watching every game, you you notice the things that they do wrong, and then the next game that they lose, they did the same things wrong. Yeah. So it's I don't know what they're not, which almost from. feels like a mental thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, and my biggest thing that I've noticed this year, I think consistently, is that they love to pass. Uh-huh. They never want to shoot. They want to make the fancy pass that leaves the goalie wide open for yeah. a shot, and it's a it's a highlight real goal. But that's not what we need, and that's not what we want. They're not connecting right we now. We just want the points. They're not connecting. The amount of the the amount of those that they've done that have just been have not resulted in even a shot on goal over this stretch just feels like astronomical and almost strange and well, like, like a like a chemical imbalance amongst the lineups and it, which isn't the case yeah. but I mean you can't you literally the odds are you cannot miss that shot forever as a professional hockey player I would right. I got to imagine don't have the numbers on it and but <laughs> the the other thing is I think that teams really started to catch on I mean they have tape watching them from the beginning of the season when all these things were working and now they're just clogging up the lanes jamming up everything and not allowing these passes to happen I mean, it's clear that Pasta has slowed down on goal scoring. Still leads the league. I think he's at 28 now. But yeah, every, everyone's been letting everyone catch up. It. <laughs> it's been that's been yeah. the Bruins. It's the season of giving for the Bruins, and it's giving everyone else yeah, fucking exactly. points. But like I said, I'm hoping that they can figure out their issues now, get it together for the next few months, and then going into the playoffs. Then hope. I, I don't like to talk playoffs this early in the year, but assuming that we make it. You know, I'd like for to see them figure it out right now so that we know what to to do moving yeah. forward. How are you feeling about going into the garden tomorrow night? I don't feel great because one, Washington's got our number. It just is right. what it is. Like we, we gotta, the other we gotta thing hope is, we're still at the top so we don't really meet them for a minute. Right, exactly. And the other thing is that Chara is already out for the game. I don't know if you heard about this, but no. he has a follow up. That was already – it's a scheduled follow-up procedure for when he broke his jaw. Okay. So he's going he, – you know, this was something that they knew was going to happen. They try to do it now because they know that they – coming up after the Washington game, they have a few days off, a little bit of rest. Maybe they won't need him to travel to Buffalo, um, although Buffalo's right on our tail as well. So we kind of want to win the – Our tail is loaded them. Uh, amongst a bunch of teams that are just neck and neck. Uh yeah, I would right. even go as far as to say the Lightning are involved with, but that that is so we basically have one through six just in our division relevant right now with the Lightning. Right. Well, I'll go in descending order: Maple Leafs, Panthers, Sabers, Canadians, Lightning, all within a four-point range. Um, so Sabers well, actually, they, they, you know, if they take two on us, that's going to launch them into second probably. Well, looking at at uh, at Buffalo, I see, you know, they're actually like 10 points behind us, but that's nothing if we keep losing nine games in a row. So it's like if we just if we keep losing and we play these these divisional games like it's not going to be good for us. I agree. Uh, (laughs) Losing generally is not good for us. (laughs) Um, Well, but like it's no, but it's going to have a direct result on uh, our direct competition in the division i know what you mean uh i mean i i without chara tomorrow i would imagine that they put in john moore again to take over that spot i don't know who's gonna be you know carlo i honestly think is really gonna have to hold it down tomorrow he has been for me our most consistent defensive player yeah Uh, mcavoy's great obviously krug is great but defensively carlo is looking like he's gonna be a number one defenseman when chara's gone and i love that I, I'm a huge fan. I, I th- Carlo's one of my favorite Bruins. Um, uh, 
it's just it's nice to have that because it's just we've just had such an odd you talk about how long you and i have been friends from the first podcast and how long we've been following the bruins just a very strange defenseman trajectory with very high peaks and like i mean i'm, I'm not gonna say super low valleys like we still had a great first line but beyond that a few times super low valleys i'd say yeah um, you know you get the seidenberg era very fun but like you know just the Dougie Hamilton thing is so strange, and like, it, obviously, it was never going to work here. But it's just like, it's been a weird path. So just to have someone who you can see, uh, you know, as Charles going down to have Carlo in that back seat, it's just like a sigh of relief because I just feel like there's so many worlds we've lived in of the Bruins where it could be like, the fuck are we going to do? Yeah, right. I think realistically, you're going to be seeing Carlo and McAvoy here for a long time. Um, both of them are super promising, and they're also very different like like i said carlo's kind of a shutdown defenseman he is he is the big guy like char is right now he's not going to be your offensive threat really he'll score every once in a yeah. while but mcavoy is going to be that kind of all-around defenseman where he is good at defense and he's good at scoring which isn't showing this year he has zero goals but i think that moving forward he'll be more similar to a player like Ray Bork not in the actual fact that he's going to be that player but that style of play he can be a shutdown defenseman at times but he can also be a, a offensive here's throw. my question not saying that you're saying that but is that is that above his ceiling to be Ray Bork I think it's above almost everybody's ceiling right know? like that's a lot to live up but to. like an all but an uh, all-star level I guess Ray Bork no I think so I think that he could be an yeah, all-star for yeah. sure absolutely I, I agree I think, uh, yeah, I mean, not saying he could be like the great Ray Bork, but he could be, I don't think his ceiling is outside of a casual all-star Bork season. <laughs> he's been he's been growing every year. You can tell that he's definitely learning and all yeah. that, and it's I think it's very good that he came in when he did because learning from Chara is, I mean, how, who else is better, you think, you know? Right. Like, let's be no, real. There's, is, yeah. there's not a lot of defensemen that are better to learn from as far as, leadership and defensive skills and just knowing how like some what they say hockey iq i mean char is one of one of the greats i mean he, at this point he's he's on the tail end of his career but just being able to be taught by him and learn from him is kind of um something that is it's you're not going to learn it from a lot of other guys. uh so just just being i don't know kind of a little bit of an a-hole here with this question but we're fans we can talk about this okay there's times when you and i get annoyed by char's play uh specifically uh fucking what game was it i think it was the island no i think it was the lightning game uh when we just we were pelting him and we had like a good you know like 90 second to two minute just full strength dominating them in their end yeah uh, and, you know, Char just completely mishandles a fucking sliding pass. So we've been annoyed by him. Do you think there's any chance that, like, McAvoy is fucking <laughs> kind of like, good God, geezer. Like, he's so thankful for everything else. But, I mean, if, yeah. if, it, if it annoys us, he'd never say it out loud. But right, McAvoy's right. probably going to be a little. No, I, I, I definitely can see, like, where that would be coming from. So he, I mean, wouldn't you get annoyed with anybody? Like that, that, ha that happens with, but it's like, yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Chara makes, it, it all depends. Like Chara doesn't make a lot of mistakes 
puck handling or or tracking the puck and stuff like that. If he ever gets beat, like he's never out skating anybody. So no, the reason that he's even in this league still to this point is that he has that reach and he has those the the hockey IQ to see a play forming and be able to kind of break it up before it happens. When yeah. when he doesn't make those plays, I'm sure that McAvoy gets angry because you're looking at it affects both your plus minus. It doesn't matter who made the bad play. McAvoy is a minus on that play if they score. So there are definitely times where he probably gets annoyed because he has to make up some of that, whether it's speed or make up a play that Chara missed. But I don't see that happening extremely often. Yeah, no, I don't either. I don't know. It's definitely something that I would I would imagine that they talk about on the bench and and see if ways to kind of everybody knows Char is slow. How are they gonna How are they gonna game plan for this? That's what yeah players and on, on the other honestly, team. Honestly, maybe that's a level of Cassidy we don't give enough credit. Right, players on the other team are work. obviously gonna try to exploit that to their benefit by trying to speed around him or trying to whatever they got to do. But you know, I know that they practice for that, and McAvoy's only learning. It's it's only good experience for him. I agree, um, and I, you know, I think he'll—he's the type of guy who won't shy away from acknowledging how how uh, beneficial it's been to his career and crucial. Yeah. Um. So we got Capitals, we got back-to-back Sabers. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's put up or shut up. I think. I mean, if we lose these next, if we even lose two out of three, I think that we're in trouble. We need to pull at least two of these games. We got to win. Yeah, and not points like uh, fucking overtime. Right. Uh, I mean, especially because you're giving up points to the to the teams that you don't want to be giving up points to. I mean, it's not like right. you're playing against um, the Sharks or anybody that's in the West that this doesn't matter for you until the finals. If you were to make it that far, Th- these are right. these are very important points. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I mean, again, put up or shut up, man. It's just it's put up time. Yeah, it's I, just. A, I've been pissed. I'm 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 pissed. Oh, me too. It's I just, believe it's, just me. it's, it's it, annoying. It, and it's like cool, nice glimpses here and there. It's like fucking yeah, but kind of fuck off. You're top of the division. Right. What's going on here? And I don't know. <laughs> the easy switch is that power play. The tough switch is just fucking I don't know, do something, man. I don't know. Or maybe the genius of Cassidy is that he'll ride this out and we'll eat our words. And by the way, I fucking welcome that. Please, yeah, I hope by so. all means. I would love to eat my goddamn words. I'm not enjoying them. They taste bad in my mouth as they're coming out. I got to say that it, it definitely has been a very uh, annoying train ride home every single game recently. Yeah. Whether we're getting a point or we're getting no points, it's still annoying, and I don't want to deal with it. No, I agree. I, uh, I literally I, see I, people. I, mean, you, I I agree from afar. I get to go and put a fucking basketball game on after some some shit and just get lost in that with like fantasy and whatnot. You got to fucking leave the garden, sit for a train in the garden, yeah, and then ride that train away from the garden. You have like you have a minimum of like ninety minutes that you're fucking dealing with after. I gotta imagine it's gotten so bad the that when we start to go to overtime, I just straight up see people leave. Like they don't even want to watch. They don't even care. They just leave. I'm not a I'm not a lever for uh, Boston sports. I'll, I'll I'll see my way out of a Kings game that they got handled because I've only been to Kings wins this year, which is very strange. Yeah. Um, but but uh, 
at a certain point, I can't. I don't like. I can't. You know, if you're a person who leaves games like that, obviously you're leaving at that point. That's. I'm definitely. Smart of those I'm people. definitely not a leaver either. But the thing yeah. is, I can understand why people would just. They're everywhere up, though. Walk They're, out. They, they do it. They do it when we're winning. They do it when we're losing. Yeah. They. I've seen a lot of them do it at clo- in close games, and I'm just. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, there. that I don't get. You know, like when it's a but, close uh, game and there's five minutes left and people just leave. I don't get. Yeah. It. Yeah, would you would you have a parking meter that was only like three hours or two hours or some shit? Um, but they're gonna leave, and the you know the overtime for those for the leavers makes sense. Of course, of course they're leaving. They just that's don't want to see the loss that, anymore. For them, that's a smart time to leave because that's exactly what the fuck they're gonna see. They saw the point. That's that's what I think their their approach is. Well, I saw the point they're gonna get. Yeah, exactly. They have the point regardless of what they do from here. Yeah, I don't need to see another fucking ice clean. Yeah, so. I, I just. It's annoying. They need to get it together. I mean, we're coming up on these big games, like you said. Uh, I don't know if there's anything that you personally think that they should do in order to get their, uh, I guess, their head out of their asses and try to win a couple games here. No, it'd just be uh, fucking, again, I really want really to stress how much of an expert I am not yeah. when I say shit like this because I, I definitely sound like a goddamn asshole like think I think I know better or anything like that but also I'm about to quote just another Boston sports coach it's just like Belichick did this thing uh when we played Miami this year and we lost to Miami in the final two minutes and he said in the post post game uh you know we only played 58 game we only played 58 minutes of great football and then we blew it and so we fucking throttled them this year and he was asked about it in the post game and he said, they were like, why didn't you take Brady out or anything like that? He goes, uh, he, he wanted us to, he's like, I wanted them to play 60 full minutes of great football. And I just want to see 60 full minutes of hockey. I think that's all it really is. I just want, I just want to see them go from fucking period one to period two to period three pushing. And even if we fucking lose that game, it would just be nice to see that. Cause it's just, you can see when they're off, man. It's just like, and I'm not saying they're off. Like their game is off. I'm I'm saying they're shut off. Yeah, I think I think that's really what it boils down to because they play they play great glimpses of hockey. I mean, they don't right. play the full game. They don't. It, it, there's been it's been a long time since I've seen them play a full sixty minute game and and win kind of with authority. Like they don't really show that they want to close it out. They 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 play most of the game. And they play a lot of really good. They have some good plays. They have some good goals, but nothing that really puts the game away. Yeah, and I think that's um, what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, and uh, I th- I don't know what you got this. I don't know what this week it looks like for you, but uh, you know, I'm, I got a nice work break working here. I think we. Uh, I think if if you're up for it tomorrow night, we should get after it after the game and get a uh, get a live reaction going. Yeah, I'm. Definitely in for that. I think that'll be fun. I mean, it should be a good game, hopefully. Hopefully it's uh, – maybe it'll be a blowout in our direction. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, either way, I think we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Also got a uh, Celtics games coming up here this afternoon that we can cover. Uh, I don't know. Is there more brewing stock? Should we dig into some Celtics here? Or Yeah, I mean, we can touch on it a little bit, see what you got. I mean, I, I, I will be – completely honest i haven't watched the last few games so hey that's fine maybe you that's can fine. fill that's me why in i'm here stuff. that's let's do it uh we are 
banged up. Uh, we've been banged up all season long. Yep. Uh, and we are, I dare say, thriving through it. Uh, it's just no matter who's down. There's some. There's been some annoying losses. Uh, I really wish we took that Sixers game, but we have absolutely no answer for Joel Embiid, uh, and we will not have an answer for him. So if we catch them in the playoffs, that could, that could, that's just the D- DOA dead on arrival there. Um, well, that's not great. No, but the the great part of this team uh, is well. First of all, they're they're already better than we thought they were going to be, um, but like hands down and. Um, so with that, it's just like what we're really seeing here is they're thriving. Like, like it's Jalen and Jason, and it's it's like becoming the Jalen and Jason show that we've all talked about, and that everyone's like at the same time been like, yeah, but will it really be that? And it's yes, it looks like it's actually that. And you have that with a dash of Kemba Walker, and you got Hayward back, who's having the best season since his leg snapped, in my opinion. And so I don't know. There's it, it's. We're going to be relevant. We're going to be competitive. We're going to be in the playoffs. I, I don't have a, a, a championship expectation, but the, the the look of the future of this team is uh, so uh, just like like heartening. Like it's just it's you it's, it's exciting. Like it's it's clear this team has a nice trajectory. Right. We have Kemba for four years, uh, or did we do the five and trade? I don't know. We have Kemba for a very long time. Uh, you know. We'll see what we do with Hayward. That, we can't pay him thirty million dollars really a year the, anymore. I don't think. That's really the deciding <laughs> factor on on a good team is kind of having a good core because then you can kind of add players around it and build from there. But you need to have right. that initial core of a team in order for them to feel like an actual team together. Yeah, and 100%. they seem like they have that right now. Yeah, it does, and uh, and it's just Brad. Brad's back to being Brad. Uh, it was just clear there was nothing to be done. My my the weirdest the weirdest thing this year is just the Marcus Smart strange injuries. Like uh he got his oblique fucked up, but he said it wasn't the oblique. He was sick. So he was out for a bit and like now he's got an eye infection that has stretched to his other eye and he's just he's been out. He has been out for a while. Uh so uh little little uh it'd be nice it'll be nice to see if Marcus can get back for Christmas or something, but uh, it's not looking great. Yeah. As we are just four days out from it now, um, but I'm pretty sure he's out tonight. So where do they sit uh, in the standings right now? They are. That's what I was just bringing up. I would imagine that there's not many teams ahead of them. Uh, there, there are, there are. There's the East is a lot better than I think people anticipated with a couple of teams. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they're not. <laughs> the Bucks are in front of them. We're in second now, which is great. We we've had a little turnaround here. Cool. But uh, you know, just the other day we were in fifth with the Pacers, Raptors, and Heat in front of us. We dropped onto the Pacers last week. Uh, the Sixers are down in six, which I think is uh, worse than they actually will be. Um, but then you have uh, then is a pretty significant drop off to the to the Nets and the Magic. Uh, the Bulls have been annoying, and they're not too far out of the eighth position. The Hornets are a playoff team in the West <laughs> if you put them in the West. And, uh, you know, maybe a lot of people would argue, no, the competition's harder in the West, but I don't know. They're 13 and 19, and right now that would that would get you the eighth seed, I think, in the West. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the standings right now, too, and the top six are extremely close. Yeah. So they yeah. can't really afford to be messing around here and, and losing 
too many games. No. I mean, I know that and they're everyone, on a good they're on a good streak right now. You know, as far as they're not the Bruins, they're not losing eight in a row or seven no. out of eight or whatever it is. Which would which would kill you exactly. Which would absolutely right. kill you in this league, and especially when you have just these these strange like teams that are better than you anticipated. Like the Miami Heat is just it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Almost, it's just like they're they're way better than anticipated. Like everyone thought, like not nah, like the 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 almost like the lukewarm take was to call them a playoff team, honestly, or or like a like a like a six or eight seed. Like it's like a, not a hot take, but it's like they're going to be there to say that they're going to be third and they have a trade to make at some point, which they could do, which will only up them. The Heat are just a strange dark horse in this wide open NBA to be a very relevant team come April and May. See, and that's cool because you want those teams to to see a little bit of a different playoff picture, maybe maybe move things around a little bit and have a team 100%. that you're not sure if they're any good or not because you never know. I mean, this is we're not even halfway through the season. You get towards the end right. of the playoff or towards the playoffs and they could be, you know, 15 games out of it by that point. So yeah, they could be on a hot streak right now and then just completely fall off. But it's cool to see different teams not, in there. A nine game skid in the NBA would put the Celtics in seventh place. Yeah, that's just like that just adds to the the nuttiness of how, um, you know, <clears throat> how the Bruins are able to be nine points up despite this. Well, and that's a big hole to dig out of too. I mean, once you get to that point, you're you're looking at possibly missing the playoffs not being able to get back into the you know the talks of being one of the top teams and yeah your season can can end pretty quick yeah and circling back really quickly to how we were talking about you know the nhl's change of format with the divisions uh you know i guess we're seeing the direct benefit of that yeah because uh, in the, you know in a conference they are plummeting you know the other division is stronger and uh, uh not plummeting plummeting uh, i guess in the nba it's just I don't know, a little more competitive this year. It's a little more of a drop-off in the NHL, but you're seeing you get to stay on top yeah. in your division. That's just you know, huge benefit, I guess, of this switch. So what about the whole Taco Fall thing? I mean, I saw the video, obviously, the other day. He's a fan favorite. Listen, Everybody loves him. Listen, I think he's I think he's the real deal. I really do. And when I say that, I think he's a backup center on a, on a team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But <coughs> but I think people think he's gonna, you know, blink and disappear in, into the G League and like no, I mean it's awesome to see like the other night when everyone's just chanting his name in the fourth quarter, yeah. uh going absolutely nuts and like Brad I don't know if you saw the video, but Brad like up the crowd. He's like get louder. Uh, that's, get louder. Yeah, that's the video I and saw did, and it was and, it was cool. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh I think I think it's a little too much of a, and I guess this is my hot take. I think it's a little too much of a, like a show, like a charade. Like the guy is the biggest man in the NBA, and he's he was two for two for five points. And look, what else can you fucking ask of this guy? He's getting boards, he's getting blocks, he's making highlight plays. Maybe he's being uh, uh, like Taco, like you know, maybe it's just like oh, it's just like the Taco chance are getting him in and like whatever like that. But it's just like I think he's. Legit, I think he can do beneficial numbers, and uh, I don't think he could be in a better fucking spot right now than uh, the Boston Celtics, who are uh, at best depleted at center. Um, so, so I don't not know. to I sound completely ignorant or anything like that, but what's stopping them from 
just putting him out there for rebounds. Like I, I know uh, that that sounds like a funny thing to say because he's really tall. And just, I gotta imagine he slows the pace of what Brad wants to play at. Yeah. Um, but and so like we like right now we start Daniel Tice at center, and that's interesting because I I think his ceiling is what he is, which is a very solid backup center. Uh, and I love Daniel Tice, but it's it's infuriating to watch him in these games just because he's a backup center and he's just getting when the, the other team has an amazing starter, he's getting worked. Like jo- Joel Embiid made a show of him. He ended his career with this block. <laughs> like I swear to God, Tice's career is over from this block where Embiid just absolutely ate the ball and like basically took it and threw it the other direction and for a fast break dunk. Yeah, and then he and then he dunked on. Uh, somebody I can't remember who who he dunked on, but he ended their career too. It was just like it it was like literal like when you hear someone say like flushed it, just like literally just flushed it. That's what it was. He like flushed the ball down, and it looked effortless, but it also was the most aggressive. Like it'll give me nightmares. Both that and the block will give me nightmares. <laughs> He's just and so you know not to go off on Joel Embiid, but it's just like Daniel is a backup center and he's starting right now. So I don't know. I guess what's stopping him is pace. I guess what's stopping him is experience. Ultimately taco fall is on a two way contract, which limits how many games he can even play in the NBA yeah, was, and how long he can do it too. I think it, I, um, I saw it was something like not a lot of games, like 15, 20 games, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, but, but what's great is that he started on a 10 day, uh, super, just like we'll see how this goes uh back before summer league started and you know he's he, if you want to look at it he's moving up he got he got his way to a two way he's getting nba minutes he's played two games so far and he's had a fine stat line for what he's done he's the largest man in the nba he's i don't, I don't know i don't think there's any harm because in a way, I mean, I'm I'm more on board with this as a development year, which it's fucking crazy to say when you're second in the East. But it's just like, you know, we don't have the pieces that are going to win the championship in this league, in my opinion. And again, talk about eating words. I'd absolutely love to eat those fucking yeah, words. Right. But we just that's the reality of the matter. So, no, I just I think when you're going to pull him up and you're going to have him available, I think you should play the shit out of him yeah. uh, if, if the game allows it. Um, so that's my take on it but i just uh i don't know it's it, he's trending in the right direction and i think he could be a backup center in this league maybe he's a start maybe he's one of those starting centers who just plays like out the gate and gets the tip off and sets the tone and then you know you play a lot of backups you know kind of like you see in los angeles with the clippers with uh you know how much how many minutes montrez harrells gets and he comes off the bench i mean i think um, he's clearly worked his way to getting at least a look and he's getting that look right now and he's a fan favorite, which I hope isn't the only 100%. reason that they're trying to push him so I don't hard. Think, into I don't think, and I don't think Brad blame. does that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, you know, I think that's us not giving Brad Stevens enough credit as a basketball mind and human being. I don't think he, you know, I, 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 him playing into the gimmick is like just his choice. You know, he's he's not like the gimmick wasn't or like not gimmick, but you know, him playing into the crowd chanting for Taco to go in is just. He's not going to do that unless he was like already thinking that. In right. my opinion, I don't, I don't, I don't think the crowd swayed him right, by right. any means. And I, I highly, highly, highly doubt Danny Ainge is like, make sure you get Taco in, it'll be great for the fucking fans. Like, no, that's not happening. We got to sell some shirts tonight. Yeah, we got to sell some fucking Taco Fall shirts. Yeah. Uh, so no, uh, I'm excited. We got, we got a, uh, we got tip off coming up in nine minutes. So 
we'll see how they look. Uh, I think it's, I believe it's Terry Rozier's return to town. Um, so, you know, fun fun game this afternoon. Again, the Hornets are annoying. Uh, any gamblers out there? The uh, spread was set at uh, twelve and a half, and I think that's a little high. But I hope again. Eat my words. I hope I'm eating my words. I hope we absolutely fucking obliterate them, uh, as we should. Um, and one other thing I will touch on before we go is that, uh, actually, two two things. Uh, one, how Kemba Walker has not played up to expectations, and he's still an All Star. Uh, I think that only bodes well for us. And then I got to I talked about Jalen and Jason, but I specifically want to talk about Jalen. And how, you know, you and I both listened to the to 98.5. Uh, and Michael Felger would would have a fucking field day ripping on how Jalen Brown was not worth the contract that we give him. Right. And he has played out of his goddamn mind. And he's just, no one, no one is, none of the hotheads or the hot takers are bitching and moaning about how this contract wasn't worth it. And it's just been incredible to watch because... You can even see that it's just like it's only on the rise. Well, and that's the it's good thing. I mean, you, you need young players to be able to step up and learn and be better next year and the year after that. You're kind of seeing that yeah. with with uh, Pasta right now for the Bruins. So hopefully, right. it's kind of the same type of thing where you haven't yeah. even seen the peak of, it, of any of their careers at this point. So it can only go up. Right, and Pasta is almost overshadowing how quiet, but. Or it's, he's at least making it look quiet with how great of a season Brad Marchand's happening. That too. Having. Yeah. Like, it's just pasta's been so lit that it's just like no one's really looking over at how Brad's doing. And uh, he's crushing it right now. Yep. Brad, uh, you know, Marchand's an arguable all-star at this point. I, I think that he absolutely is. Uh, he should be there. Uh, I don't think that they have released the rosters for the whole entire game yet, but yeah, he should be. I think so, especially with the team that's at the top. But you know, it's nice that everyone gets represented. But I just, I think he's earned it. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Yeah. This is great. Let's touch base tomorrow. See if uh, we can stomach going over whatever happens tomorrow night at the Garden. Yeah, definitely. With the, uh, Capitals and Bruins. In the meantime, go Celtics tonight. Yep, go Celtics. And we uh, will, we will, we'll catch up tomorrow. And we'll see how the Bruins do. All right, man. 